Hello everyone and welcome back to the our original pad well our original podcast with me, your amazing host, Renee. I have a I've added a lot to my thoughts list and I'd I'd like to I'd like to share some things on my list with y'all this week. So let's just jump into it. I don't have a lot I don't have a lot to preface this episode with. Oh, okay. So I rem- I remember last week that we were talking about comfort channels or that I was going to talk about comfort channels. And I'd like to start with that this week. So here we go. My main comfort channels, uh, my main comfort channels typically consist of old YouTube, like Jenna Marbles, Joe Santagato, uh, who else? Who else? A bunch of other people <laughs> that I've been watching just for absolute years. And now that like, especially over COVID, Brittany Broski became a thing. Her makeup tutorial, cha- uh, her makeup tutorial videos are like my comfort videos now because <laughs> it's also back to like, I know you don't want to go back to quarantine or anything, but it was just comforting in that time. And that's why it's comfortable to me. I don't know. She's just really funny. And same with Jenna Marbles. And especially over quarantine, that's when I got into like Twitch and everything too. So like Chris Melberger, Julian Solomita, they're like comfort channels as well now. And I genuinely rewatch videos often. Like I'll rewatch a video of like Britney's or Jenna's or whatever, like (laughs) every month, basically just going over. Like if I can't find any good content on YouTube, my first thought is not, well, hey, let's go to Netflix and see what's going on there. No, it's going to freaking Jenna Marble's channel and looking for the video where she becomes a toothbrush for Halloween or something like (laughs) just the most random fucking videos ever. And I love them. I love YouTube. I just think it's a great platform and it's very nostalgic for me. So I just wanted to touch on that. That's very brief. Um, I, as far as binging comfort channels goes though, in my very first YouTube video that I finally finished editing and it's going to be going up on my channel, probably either this weekend or beginning of next week, depending on when I can get my second video edited. But in my very first video, I talked about Joe Santagato and like him and Frankie on their The Basement Yard podcast. And it made me think like, what's he been up to? Like, I really haven't tuned in except for in the podcast. So I went on to YouTube per usual and I was looking for his channel and just started binge watching every single fucking video that that dude has. <laughs> Him and his whole like friend group are just so freaking funny. Like I almost cry laughing every single video that I watch of theirs. They're just so real and I don't know. They're just genuinely funny people. And so that is my current comfort channel that I'm binging right now because <laughs> they have a bunch of new videos. So why not? I'm not watching only old videos, even though that was such an era. Like his videos on um people of Walmart and like weird laws and stuff like that. 
just ah, uh, so so good. Okay, I'm not really gonna talk about this, uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna bring it up because it's a really funny note in my thoughts. Note is a really funny thing that I wrote in my thoughts. Note I just wrote underrated cereal, Honey Nut Cheerios. Dot dot dot. Low key slap. <laughs> oh man yeah they do and i feel like for at least for me i'll go so long without having cheerios period let alone honey nut cheerios and i i had some like i bought some for myself i went out of my way and bought some for myself and i had them and i definitely wrote this note then because i was like wow honey nut cheerios low-key slap and I'm not wrong. They are actually very good. And I feel like it's one of those cereals that like at least <laughs> I feel like it's one of those cereals you associate with older people. I don't know, like regular Cheerios. Who just eats regular Cheerios other than babies? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you, I, if I'm going to eat cereal, I'm going to eat cereal. Like I'm going to enjoy it if I'm going to waste the calories on it. So but Honey Nut Cheerios are just so perfectly sweet, but you also don't feel like you're eating a bad cereal, you know, like you still feel healthy. I don't know. Anyways, anyways, um, I think I'm going to finish the epi every episode with favorite song of the week because I love talking about music and I feel like that's just something I'll easily be able to like wrap up each ep episode with. So I'm going to do that. Um, it's officially Pisces season. Shout out to all the Pisces out there. I, again, I have like zero water in my chart, but I do have Pisces and it's only where my natal Jupiter is placed. So I do feel connected to this season somehow, some way. I mean, we're all connected to every Zodiac season. But typically, like water seasons are very difficult for me. And I just feel like this one's been pretty easy breezy thus far. Like I'm chilling right now. I'm not feeling super emotional. If anything, I'm just really in my dream realm. And I wrote that in my notes because I've been having crazy vivid dreams lately. And they're so bizarre, but so real. And I think that's why they're so bizarre to me because. It's like real people in my life doing crazy, just like, what the fuck are you doing things, you know? <laughs> and I just, I don't know, like they've been so vivid and real lately that I've been able to remember like snippets of them. And maybe one episode I'll read out, <laughs> I'll read out my dream notes because I do occasionally, if I remember it very well, I'll write down my dream. And I did that recently and I basically wrote a novel. It was quite beautiful, if I do say so myself. But I have a lot of weird fucking dreams in that in that note. So, <laughs> so maybe one day I'll get to it. Oh, I want to I want to touch on games really quick. Video games, because I one of my favorite video games that I have never played before, but I've watched numerous people play because it's just as good as playing it, I would say without the stress of being the player, <laughs> which is The Last of Us. I hate part two because there's literally no reason to kill Joel. Literally no reason. But anywho, part one is so good. 
so cinematically beautiful in a video game. Like the quality is just there. And the remaster, ooh, don't even get me started on the remaster. It's amazing. Like they took every, I think it was like eight, seven or eight years between the first and second game. And they took every technique that they used to make the second game even more realistic and put it into part one in the remaster. And it just elevates the story that much more. And I love that they're making a show and I love that the reviews are great on it because I, one weird thing about me is if there's hype around something, I won't do it until later. I, not consciously, I just like it better like that, I guess. Like I wait until I'm ready to hop on the trend, you know, and watching major TV shows to me is low key, like a trend. Like if a show is trending, you know, like when everyone was watching that Squid Game show, I haven't even watched it because I really don't. I don't really want to. But when everyone was watching it, I was just so like, I really don't want to watch it like everyone else is. (laughs) So I'm doing I do the same with Euphoria and now I'm doing it with The Last of Us. Because I hate waiting every week for the next episode, because half the time I just forget what the fuck happened in the last episode. So I like to wait till the whole show comes out, the whole season, and then I'll watch it like beginning to end in like a week. So then I'm it's like all fresh in my mind and I feel like I'm watching more of a movie. I don't know. I can't deeply explain why I do this, but I'm doing that right now with The Last of Us. And I'm so excited. Like, it's so hard to evade spoilers on social media um especially for this show because it's so popular and so hyped but i've been doing a pretty good job and i'm genuinely excited to watch the whole show because i think it's going to be like the ratings are just so good and the reviews of people like my friends are watching it and they're telling me it's good like they want to talk about it but i'm like no 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 i get to wait to watch it <laughs> i don't know why my voice is like cracking up this episode but whatever <clears throat> Another topic related to video games is my friend Nicole, which hi, Nicole, if you're ever listening to this, her and Maggie both got me into they both got me into playing Call of Duty and I'm in love. (laughs) I love that game. It's just there's something about (laughs) hanging out with your friends and just killing other friends, you know, (laughs) I don't know. It's just really fun. And I never really like shat on guys or whatever playing video games all the time. I think maybe all the time it's like, okay, come on, like you need to live a life other than just playing video games. But as far as playing video games for fun goes, I don't give a fuck. I will play with you or I'll just watch. I'm really good at watching people play video games. That was my role as a sibling is my sister would play video games and be like really good at them. And I would sit there and watch and like hype her up, you know, I'm a good hype woman. (laughs) And with this game, though, it's like the typical game that you would think of if you're thinking of like guys who just sit in their room and game or that or Fortnite, you know, I never really understood. Like, obviously, I knew that it's like a shooting like war game, whatever. But I just never really like looked into it at all. 
and I don't have a gaming console anymore. Like the one I had was a PlayStation two. And then I also had a Wii and that was it. (laughs) And those are gone. So, but playing this game with my friends is so fun. It is so fun. And if you have this game or if your boyfriend or girlfriend has this game, play it with them or just your friend. I don't know why I had to specify a relationship, but go play this game because it is it's a stress reliever. Honestly, it is very therapeutic just getting to shoot each other and then you just spawn again. I don't get how people are like, especially Karens, you know, are just so like it's putting murder into our kids heads. Like, bruh, the real world is putting murder into our heads, okay? Because there's death and shit everywhere. There's crime everywhere. Playing a video game is not gonna really affect that. It's not like you're practicing to shoot a gun with a console, you know? Like, there's no correlation there. It's far different from shooting a gun. So get over it, Karen. (laughs) Okay, rant over about that but yeah it's a very fun game i enjoy it a lot speaking of crime i am a true crime fan however i will say that i've really toned down my consumption of true crime content because i'm a big believer in you know everything holds energy and that includes like what you listen to like through anything you consume through your senses affects you like your inner body, whatever, just your aura in general, aura, body, like physical, mental, mental, (laughs) physical, mental, and all that jazz. So when you're listening or watching things that involve violence or crime, or especially real life scenarios, it's going to affect your mind and therefore affecting your body. So I haven't really been that involved in the true crime realm for a while. I used to listen to quite literally eight hours a day. I used to listen to the Morbid podcast, which I still love them. Don't get me wrong. Elena and Ash are hilarious and so close, by the way, New Hampshire to Boston. Come on. But I genuinely love their podcast. However, When you're listening to eight hours of people just getting murdered or creepy shit, it takes a toll on you. Eight hours a day, I'm talking about. It's like 40 hours a week. I used to listen to it at work and it was all day. But I was listening to, I was watching a YouTube video because they do have people on YouTube like Bailey Sarian and Kendall Ray and Bella Fiore. Bella Fiore? I think that's her name. Who document different crimes and stuff like that true crime stories and everything and i was watching one yesterday of the cough syrup killer or something i don't i don't know what they call him but it's just this dude who found a nice girl they got married whatever the whole shebang except kids they didn't get to the kids this dude just turned out to be a psycho and you tried to use his addiction to cough syrup as a cover up, like as if it were making him delusional or something. I don't freaking know. But I was watching that and I wrote it down in my notes because it made me really think about the desensitization of 
crime and like violence and murder in our everyday lives due to the podcasts and the videos about it. Because when I was watching it, I got to the end, right? And she like, it was Bella Fiore telling the story. Oh, that rhymes. And at the end, she just is talking about like, you know, how she really feels for the family and everything. And I paused it and it was a picture of the woman who sadly was murdered by her psychotic husband. And in my head, I'm just like, rip girl. Like, that's terrible. Why am I just thinking so casually like, oh shit, RIP dude. I really had to reflect for a second. And then I wrote it in my notes because I'm like, well, that other people have to be thinking like that too. Because I love Bailey Sarian, but the fact that she's just like doing her makeup and making light almost of a murder or like terrible situation is weird when you think about it. Like, I don't know, just watching somebody do their makeup and talk about people dying is just a little strange when you reflect. But anywho, also speaking of last night. I went to go just like hug my dog and I went to go like free her because we're in training and I was about to be like free and I scared her and she just whammed her head into the into my lip and I actually have a fat lip like a bruised lip for the first time I think maybe ever you know I've had a I've bitten my lip I've gotten hit in the lip before but like it is bruised this is not cute (laughs) not cute so thanks, Indy, for that. Ooh, I have another stem off of true crime. And I can't remember where I saw it, but I was thinking about like a last meal. It, it might have been on Reddit <laughs> now that I think about it. But the whole idea of like a last meal, if you're in prison, right? Like, what would you have as your last meal? And I couldn't really I didn't really put much thought into like what I would have. I just wrote it down as a topic because I was. I've always been interested in that for some reason. Not always, but like, you know, I think it was maybe like BuzzFeed or something that would put videos out of what serial killer's last meal was or something. And I have always found those videos interesting because it's so random. Like, I'm pretty sure it was John Wayne Gacy that had like a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken and like a pound of strawberries or something, something so weird, like weirdest combinations ever. I think mine would probably have to be some sort of Mexican food because that is my drug. I love Mexican food. If I were to choose anywhere to go for a restaurant or dinner, lunch, whatever, it would be a Mexican restaurant nine times out of 10. Not always, nine times out of 10 though. It'd probably have to be like enchiladas or a burrito or maybe both and tacos like street tacos along with flan and probably some ice cream i'd have to really put some more thought into it i think i'd have to be in prison to know what i would want it's also an internal battle of like do i feel bad that they don't do that anymore or should i believe that they don't deserve to have a last meal as lush as some of them are i think it would depend on the person and the crime actually, now that I think about it. But apart from that, I'm not sure what I would have for a last meal. And speaking of meals, I feel like I keep using that as like a transition. Speaking of, 
along the lines of meals and desserts and food and whatever, I attempted baking an angel food cake for my mom's birthday last week. It didn't go that well. (laughs) I would consider myself a good baker. I am better at baking than I am cooking because it's very straightforward, whereas cooking, there's a lot more room for variety and baking is more structured and I like that structure. So I was like, well, I think I can challenge myself because I've made pineapple upside down cake. I've made like a lemon, a strawberry lemonade cake before. I've made so many birthday cakes, pies, cobblers, whatever. I'm a good baker. Cookies, the work. And I couldn't get soft peaks with my egg whites and it just fucked the whole thing up. I genuinely wanted to try so hard and I feel like I knew that I could do it, but the no soft peaks just really messed the whole thing up and it wasn't as aerated as it should have been. So it was more like, I don't even know the word. As Prue would say on the Great British Baking Show, it's a little claggy, just like not as light in your mouth, I guess. But nonetheless, my mom said that she liked it. Everyone said that they liked it. So at least there's that. Unless they're all lying to me, then that's not cool. That's not freaking cool. Side note, completely unrelated. Has anyone seen that they're making a Bob Ross movie with Owen Wilson? Like, amazing perfect person to be playing Bob Ross. Not saying he looks like Bob Ross, but like the voice in the preview, you just got to look up the preview because the voice in the preview was perfect. I don't know. I'm excited. I really, I'm going to see it because I love Bob Ross and all of the like circling back to comfort channels, (laughs) like Jenna Marbles and Joe Santagato and other people doing Bob Ross painting videos and stuff like that. Just so funny. And like, I think one of the challenges going around YouTube was trying to do a Bob Ross painting with just listening to him. And a lot of people did pretty well. A lot of people did really terribly. I feel like I could do it though. I just feel like you need a lot of paint. Like he uses a lot of colors and mixing and stuff, which as you should, I just don't really want to set that up. And I feel like I could probably never find titanium white unless I spent spent a bunch of money on nicer paints because I think that's the issue half the time with certain people's videos is that they don't have the right paint they just get like what's that apple brand apple something acrylic paint and it's like mm, you need a bit better quality paint than that <laughs> but I feel like I could do it and I'm ready to see the movie it's gonna be so good because I don't really know his story I just know his videos and like how relaxing they are. Him and like ASMR saved me in college because I had a really hard time sleeping and having that like just soothing voice or like soothing sounds really helps me to fall asleep because I don't like silence when I'm going to sleep. I don't know. I just feel like I can hear every single sound. Like the silence is just hyper silence at that point. And I can't get out of my head enough to fall asleep. I don't know. But his videos really help because they're just so chill and relaxing and happy little trees and accidents and blah, blah, blah. All that. Speaking of YouTube, again, though, hot news is that Susan Wojcicki, Susan Wojcicki, 
that sounds right to me. The head of YouTube is leaving and her predecessor, I guess you could say, is somebody who has worked with her, but apparently he's like the one who came up with like things to pair with NFTs and crypto and all that shit. So I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know who this man is. I don't know who this man is. <laughs> and I'm sorry to this man, <laughs> but I feel like, I don't know. I. <sighs> it was nice to have a woman leading such a large company and now having a dude, especially a guy who believes in like all that crypto bullshit and NFTs and whatever is low-key scary. And I really don't want it to ruin YouTube as a platform. That would suck. But we'll stay positive, at least for now, and hope that he does a good job and doesn't ruin YouTube more than it's already been ruined. Because it's been helped by Susan, but it's also been ruined a little bit because of like shorts and all that. Like shorts are not that great. And it's just, I feel like with shorts, it's easy to pollute YouTube more like more frequently because YouTube already has just like a bunch of junk videos to begin with. But then you add shorts and shorts content is nine times out of 10, just cringe. It's just a pit, a pit of not that great content. (laughs) So I don't really get shorts, but other than that, I don't know. I can't really fully speak on her time at YouTube just because I haven't been a YouTuber that long. I only have my two videos coming out right now. So I can't really speak on like the inner workings of YouTube in that way. But from the outside, it's really not that bad. I just, I really hope this dude doesn't fuck it up. That's all I gotta say on that. All right. I will wrap up this episode talking about my favorite song of the week. Mm, I'm gonna pick How. How by No Vacation. And I'll tell you why. Because I am somebody who loves Twilight. I'm a Twilight stan. And it gives me low-key Twilight vibes. And I was telling my friend this because we're both into Twilight. And No Vacation has kind of like a spectrum, as many artists do. They kind of have a spectrum of more uppity songs and then more dark and like emo-ish songs and this one definitely falls into like the emo-ish realm and it just brings me right into forks (laughs) it's just more moody and deep than their other music and i was kind of surprised because it's a single it's not part of an album or anything it just came out but it's good and i highly recommend anybody who loves twilight and even if you don't love twilight you can't disagree that the soundtrack is good And it's somewhat like that. So maybe it could be a good song for you. That being said, I'm going to peace out and have a great rest of your week. Bye.